what I want to speak about, like Baimer, we know, celebrate, discuss, Rishim Bayechai. Like everyone, we can look up to him as somebody great towering above us, which he for sure was. But there's another point how we as Klai Yisrael are meant to relate to the greatest of the nation, the Gedele Ummah. And that is by using their life as a path which can be followed. We might not achieve what they achieved, we might not reach the heights that they reached, but at least they've left their footsteps, so to speak, as a trail for us to follow. And this applies from the very beginning. When we look at the life of the obvious Akadoshim, the trail they blazed becomes a path for us to follow. We might not and we definitely will not reach the levels of Abraham, Yitzhak, Yaakov. But nevertheless, as the Tanat of says, the person is meant to be saying, When will my actions similar to those of the obvious? We look at their lives, so to speak, as signposts, for us to follow as well. And if that's the case, when we look at Rav Shemim Bayechai, it's not just hero worship. We meant to see him, even if we don't begin to fathom the greatness. But we need to follow the clues, so to speak, the steps he left behind, to follow the ladder he climbed. And that becomes a path for us to attempt, so to speak, to some small degree, to follow as well. Unlike a lot of the time when we don't have that many details of their life, when we look through the Midrashim, through the Gemaras, we actually have quite a lot of information about Rishon Bayechai. Some stories are more famous, some less so. But if we put them together, we can build a picture, so to speak, of the ladder that Rishon Bayechai climbed. There's a beautiful piyot song, I think, across the world. It was written by Rav Shimon Levi, who was a big Makubo. The, the song is written in the order of the spheres. But normally we refer to the spheres as how they apply to how Hashem runs the world. And over here they're talking about Rav Shimon Bayechai. I think that the order of the Zemer is also a step-by-step description of Rav Shimon Bayechai's life. So what I'd like to do tonight, like Boimer, is to go through the Piyot Bar Yochai, explain step by step the different levels, so to speak, being referred to, what incident in Hashem Bar Yochai's life I think it's talking about, and then together it forms a chain, it forms the rungs of a ladder of Hashem Bar Yochai's achievements. First answer, Bar Yechai, Shemen Mishchas Kodesh Nimshachtu Bimidas HaKodesh. Nososot Sitz Nezer HaKodesh, Chobosh HaRosh Chopeirecho. The concept of the Shemen Mishchas Kodesh, the anointing oil, which the Torah tells us was used to anoint a king, to anoint a Kohen Gadol. The reason it's called Kodesh is because Kedusha is not something which is self-generating. 
The Mizun is Yisharim Ratzas and Shara Kedusha. Kedusha is something which has to be bestowed from above. The most the person can do is make themselves worthy of receiving Kedusha. Enabling themselves to be on a level where the Kedusha can rest on them. And then when a person is worthy of it, it's who is the source of all Kedusha. Like the Pasuk says, you should be holy because I Hashem am holy. The Kedusha a person can get is a Kedusha that HaKadosh Baruch Hu bestows. And therefore the first of the spheres, starting from the bottom, it's called Spheres Samalchus, is a sphere which is Makabal. And the height of, let's say, human achievement, if we go the ladder of Rav Pinchas Ben Yair, is that he's prepared himself to receive Kedusha. And then, when a person's reached that level of preparation, of readiness, HaKadosh Baruch Hu bestows the Kedusha. Just like the king and the Kohen Gadol, who've reached a certain level of Shlemus, whether it's in Avaida, whether it's in leadership, they don't anoint themselves. They need to be anointed, they need the Shemin which is poured on their heads. And that's the Shemin Mishchas Chodesh. Mimshachto, Mimidas HaKodesh, that's the Mela de Malchus. When does this apply to? We know that after Rabbi Akiva's Talmidim, were all tragically killed in the Magaifa. So Rabbi Akiva travels says, to the Durham to the south and he finds five new students. And it wasn't just a question of imparting Torah to them. There was a second point as well. And that is, leadership in Klai Yisrael was passed from students, from teacher to student. Smicha. The Lak Moshe did originally to Yeshua when he rests his hands on Yeshua's head and he conveyed the leadership to Yeshua, that same activity of smicha had to be conveyed from each door to the following door. It entitled the person receiving smicha to act as a dainan of Sanhedrin, to render rulings on a lot of areas of halacha, and basically to continue the chain of Torah leadership. Rabbi Akiva himself had smicha. When all his Talmudim died, he was looking for people to convey smicha to, so that there would be a future generations of Jewish leaders. And he found five candidates <coughs> worthy of receiving smicha. One of them was Rabbi Shimon Bar And therefore, the starting level is Rabbi Yechai So to speak, you were anointed. He was given smicha by Rabbi Akiva, and afterwards also by Rabbi Yerubin Baba, as is famous. One of the things the Ram's outlawed was receiving smicha. They also understood that this was the way to continue Jewish leadership. And therefore, they ruled that anyone found guilty of giving smicha would be put to death. Rabbi Yehuda bin Baba, one of the ten martyrs, defied the Roman order. He gave smicha to five, five people, again, including Rabshun by Yechai. He was discovered, and for that he was killed. So Rabshun by Yechai's first mailer where he received from the Gedalim of the Dar before him, Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yudha bin Baba, Nimshachta. He was given smicha. He was, uh, the title of a future leader of Klai Yisrael was conferred on him. On him and on his contemporaries. The other Talmudim who also been Musmach at the same time, Rabbi Yudha, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Nechemia, Rabbi Yaisi. And then we get to the second Dargah. Bar Yachai, Moishav Toiv Yashavta. 
you sat in a good place. Yayim nashto, yayim ashebarachto, the day that you ran away. Bim aras tzurim shemarito, in the cave of the hills. Sham, there konisa hoidcho vadarecho. There you achieved your hoid, your, your maile, your splendor, so to speak. And this is well known, it's referring to the most famous story of Shem Vayechai, when after refusing, so to speak, to give credence to the Romans for what they did in Eretz Yisrael, the Roman government condemned them to death. Rabbi Shem Vayechai fled to a cave in Pekin in the mountains, and there he remained for 12 years. And there he learned non-stop for 12 years. He was sustained miraculously by the carob tree which grew outside the entrance to the cave and the water which HaKadosh Baruch Hu rerouted to flow there. And there in the cave, of 12 years of uninterrupted Torah study, Hashem Bayechai was coining a certain level of Torah which surpassed all his contemporaries. The Gemara itself says, when it tells over the story, that before Hashem Bayechai went into the cave, when you would ask the question, his father in the Rapinchas was able to offer 12 different answers. After emerging from the cave, when Rav Pinchas would ask the question, Rav Shem was able to offer 24 different answers. Now, Rav Pinchas was a tunner of a towering stature as well. We don't imagine that those same 12 years, Rav Pinchas didn't grow in his learning too. But it's showing us how much more exponentially Rav Shem grew because of the experience of being trapped in the cave because of the experience of being devoted to Torah without interruption. That he surpassed even the, those who had previously been his mentors and his teachers. The second of the spheres from the bottom is the spheres that you it, which means foundation. It's talking about a tzaddik because a tzaddik is Yusait Olam. Where did Rav Yechai, so to speak, acquire that extra level of a tzaddik which sets him apart from the other Tanoim who were all tzaddikim? An extra dimension of a Tamil Chacham, which sets him above his peers who are also Tamil Chachamim. That was what he was calling in the cave. That was the second step. And then, Bar Yachai, Atse Shitim Oimdim. Atse Shitim referred to the walls of the West Amigdash, which are of Shitim, they're standing. Limudai Hashem Hem Lomdim, they're learning the teachings of Hashem. Or Muflo, or Hayakoid Hem Yoktu. The fire of the Yakoid, which was burning, that they were causing it to burn. That's what your teachers taught you. And this refers to another incident. When Sugumara talks about in Gitin and Dasamachvav, when Hashem Bayachai began to teach, and he says to his students, he says, Bonai, my sons, my students, Shnumi Daisai, learn my teachings, Shemi Daisai. What I'm teaching you is a truma of a truva of what Rabbi Kiva taught me. Rabbi Shem Bayachai was a Talmud of Rabbi Akiva. And here we see the next point where Rabbi Shem Bayachai begins to teach. And it's what his teachers taught him, he is now conveying to his students. But it's the Mudai Hashem Himlandim. The teachings of Hashem, that's what he's teaching, that's what he learns. What's the idea of the truma of the trumas? The truma of the trumas. The truma is like a fiftieth of the full amount of the, gra- of the grain. It's a truma of a truma. 
the third and fourth midas. We talk about what's called Netzach Vahoyd in the base of Migdash. So to speak, we refer to the pillars which held up the base of Migdash by these two midas. Just like in the human body, what holds the person standing is his two legs. It's uh, the Amudim, the, the pillars which supports the structure. It's the Oimdim. It's the the Mishkan, the beams which held up the Mishkan. The teachings which Rabbi, Akiv, uh, Rabbi Shimon learned from his teachers were the teachings of the Nigla. Halacha. We have a Sefer from Shimba Yechai besides Isaiah. We have the Mechilt of Shimba Yechai, which is the Halacha teachings of Sefer Shmois. That, that's what he received from his teachers, that's what he also transmitted. That's the pillars. But then there's the extra dimension of Torah, which of Shem Yechai was to. And that is Bar Yechai, Veliste Tapuchim, Alisa Yokoiper Merkachim. He went to the field of the apples, a reference to the hidden Torah, Soid Torah, the secrets of the Torah, Katsitsim of Farachim, those are like the flowers, so to speak, which Shem Yechai picked from that orchard. And the result, Nase Odom Neymar Baborecha. The Hashem's decision to make man was said about you. This was the area where Hashem Bayachai ventured into a place which hadn't, so to speak, been entered before. The area of the hidden Torah, which had been Messiah from Moshe from Sinai, but had been lost. After the persecutions of the Dara of the Shmad when the Asari Rogi Malchus died, and was re revealed to Hashem by Yechai by Eliyahu Anobi. Why is this a fulfillment of the of the Hashem's intention to make man? Hashem by Yechai himself explains in the Zohar that a man comprises many levels on the spiritual level, on the spiritual sense. We talk about five parts of a person's neshama nefesh, ruach, neshama, chayi, and the person's actions can attack in the nefesh and a person's learning can attack in the ruach but there are certain parts of the nefesh which only the Torah of the nister can complete can refine those levels of the human being and therefore dafka somebody who was privy to that element of Torah too. Not just proficient in the Nis in the Nigla, like we saw he was taught the teachings of Rabbi Akiva, but also the state of Puchim, the Soy Torah, the hidden part of Torah, which the Zara teaches is necessary for a person to come to the full shame the person is meant to reach. And then about them one can say nice Adam. Let us make man because that's the shlamus of the level spiritually that a person can aspire to. This refers to the level of Tiferes. The level of Tiferes is what we call, like the hypothesis, Kitiferes Adam. The Tiferes is the greatness of the person. And the Shlemus of the person. The person is complete. That's where we see in the human form the concept of that Tiferes, of that greatness. And that greatness only comes about from and level understanding of Torah of all the levels of Torah.
Here too we have a quote from Rishim Bayechai himself, it's a Gemara in Sukkah. Rishim Bayechai says, Ra'isi b'nei I saw people who are growing spiritually. B'nei But there are few of them. And he says it could be there are a hundred, it could be there are ten, and it could be there are only two. Regardless, this is Rishim Bayechai. However many there could be, I know that me and my son Rabbi Lazar are among them. And if there are only two, then it's Rabbi Lazar and I. Why did Rabbi Shimba Yechai feel that he and his son Rabbi Lazar were the only Bnei Aliyah in a dar which was rich with Tumir Chachamim of the nature of Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yaisi Bnei Aliyah. Shimba Yechai understood that the Ben Aliyah is somebody who's growing in all parts of his Nisham, perfecting himself across the board. And therefore, as somebody who was privy to, could access all Chalakum of Torah, so he saw himself as being a Ben Aliyah. Someone who could use that Torah to perfect himself. And then the next level. You have, so to speak, girded yourself with strength. Fighting the fight of the Torah. You took the sword out of its sheath to use against your enemies. And this is also something we find in a number of stories of Hashem Yechai. That something which he saw and he wasn't to prove of, it disintegrated in front of his eyes. The Gemara says when he saw Yehuda ben Gerim, the one who had originally informed the Romans, or because of him the Romans found out about Hashem Yechai's statement about them, you became a pile of bonds. When Rabshim Bayechai saw the Zakan who announced that Rabshim was retired in the city of Tveria, also the same Gemara in Shabbos, when Rabshim originally emerged from his cave and he looked around and he saw people being misasek, wasting their time, so to speak, with physical activity, so everything he saw went up in smoke. Until Hashem had to tell him, go back to the cave. Did you come to destroy my world? Which means that ability that Hashem had to destroy things which didn't match up to his mid of Amos. That's the Milchemis Eish Tasha Shara. The Amos which was so clear to Hashem something which didn't align itself, didn't fit in with that Amos, so, like we put in the words of the Piyot, it's the Kherif Hitzelsim Mitaro. The sword was removed from his sheath. This is connected to the Mid of Gvura. Mid of Gvura, where Din comes from, is to impose Akadish Baruch's will on the world. Akadish Baruch doesn't use this militant extreme. He tempers it with Rachamim, he tempers it with Chesed. But the Mid of Gvura on its own is the Mid which will compel everything to align itself with the Din. And we see from these stories and others, snippets of Rashmi's life, how he had this midah that would compel the world to conform with how Rashmi understood the Amos was meant to be. And then the next midah, Bar Yochai, this is talking about something spiritual. 
But we know about the Avnei Shaish. And stones literally have marble. We know about them because Rabbi Akiva talks about it. We have the famous Gemara in Chagiga about the four people who went into the paradise. Rabbi Akiva and three others. And Rabbi Akiva cautions them what not to do when they see the Avnei Shaish. They shouldn't say we see water because there's no water. Now obviously this is a reference to something on a very high spiritual level. There were only four. Tanoim, the time of Rabbi Akiva, who dared to enter this area, who dared to go into the paradise, and three of the four, in other words, all the others except for Rabbi Akiva, were damaged from the experience. I don't begin to understand what this level is. I can only tell you what the Mephoshim say about it. And that is, the idea was to go to the original place of Chesed in the world, before the Aveir of Adam Arishon, and to try to bring the Gola. To try to bring the Gola. To reconnect to the Chesed before there was Din, before there was sin, and before there was punishment. And bring down the Gola from there. The Pnei Aryeh is one of the four sides of the Merkava. We know that HaKadosh Baruch's chariot has four faces, so to speak, four revelations. And the one on the south is called the Pnei Ari, the face of the lion, which means the middle of Chesed. Now is not the time to explain why the lion refers to Chesed, but Kachmukublanu from Rabbi Sainu Darizal is telling him that the side of the lion is the side of Chesed. That's where Rav Shimon went to. Limkom Avnei Shaish, the place of the of the Paradise, where there are the stones of Shaish. You got to, you reach that place, the Pnei Ari, Laish, the face of the lion, the face of the Chesed. Tashiri, Umiya Sharecha. Tashiri, you could see, who else could see this? Rav Shimon Bayachai also attempted to go to where Rav Akiva had gone. To go to that place to bring the Gola. And even though we know in his lifetime Rav Shimon Bayachai did not bring the Gola, but he bequeathed us the Zayar, and he says himself in the Zayar, when he instructs people to learn it, he says, because Bahade is Zayar. This will give them the spiritual, so to speak, I have to go to the goddess. So did Rabbi Shimon Bayechai manage to make a connection to the place of Gaula, to the Makam of Chesed where Gaula is going to come from? Yes. Not for the Dar he was in, which there wasn't the time Hashem wanted to bring the Gaula, but at least for the Daris of the future. He brought down that Kayach, which will be used to bring the Gaula. Like I said, again, quoting Rabbi's own words, Together with the Zayah, they'll come out of the gods. And then there's a level above that also. Bar Yachai, Mekodesh HaKadoshim. Mekodesh HaKadoshim is the Kav Yarek Mechadesh Chadoshim. Sheva Shabbosos, Soit Chamishim, Kosharetzal Kishwe Shem Kisharecha. Mekodesh HaKadoshim. Mekodesh HaKadoshim means a place which is unsullied by Averia. A place which still has its pristine, prehistoric perfection. And the point of Kodesh Kedoshim is what, what can bring down from Kodesh Kedoshim is Tshuva. What can bring down from Kodesh Kedoshim is the light which is stronger than anything which has been destroyed, which has been ruined, which has been nitma, which has been studied by there in this world. And that Koyach of Kodesh Kedoshim can wash away all the time. 
The Navi talks about this graphically, about the river of the future, which will emerge from the Kodesh HaKadoshim, and will begin as a trickle of water and develop into a stream until it becomes a raging current, which will wash away all the Tum of Eretz Yisrael. That's the spiritual Kodesh HaKadoshim. That's the Kav, which is Mechadish Kadoshim, which renews everything. The side of the Chamishim, we know, is only 50 levels. And there's the ultimate which can become, which person can do right, which is 49 levels. Of Kedusha, there's the ultimate of Ra, which is 49 levels of Khtumu. But then there's the side Chamishim. The Chamishim, which renews everything. Even if all 49 levels of Tuma bring us, bring the world to the brink of destruction, then there's the side Chamishim, which comes from a higher place, the middle of Bina, and that can wash away all the. All the rest. The idea of the Yovel being the 50th, everything returns to where it began. All the land returns to its owner, all the slaves go free. It's a reset. Whatever's been done, it repeats, it brings everything back to its original condition. And where do we find Yavshim Bayechai talking about reaching this level? That he could affect Chiva for Klai Yisrael. He said it again. The Gemara says, Rashi Baichai says about himself, and the son of Elazar, that between the two of them, they could mechaper not just on their door, but on all the doors from their door until the coming of Mashiach. And he said, if you had one more person with us, Yosef ben Uzi, the king of Yehuda, the three of them would be able to mechaper on all the doors from the Bria Sa'ilam until the time of Mashiach. The ability to access that Or Chodosh, that new light which can dispel all the darkness, that new water which can retire all the wrath. And Shimon again, the Gemara in Sukkot in the same place, says of Shimon felt he, the son of Elazar, and together with Yesim Melech Yehuda, the three of them could mechaper on all the Ra of the world. Why this is called the Kesher of the Shin, maybe it's, we don't have the time now to discuss, but basically it's talking about the Shalrosh of the Tfidin, which on both sides is a Shin. That's the Koyach in the middle of the Bina, which is coming down, is the Kesher of the Shin. And the next level, Bar Yochai, Yud Chachmu Kedoma. The Yud Chachmu Kedoma, it's the Shloshim Ushtayim, the Sivas Reishis Truma. What is this referring to? We know at the beginning of the Torah, Bereshis, the Turgum is Bechachmu. Bechachmu Kedumma. The Chachmu which precedes the world. That's the Midas of Chachmu. becomes before Bereshis. The Shleshim Ashtayim, the Sivos, Reshis, Truma. Shleshim Ashtayim is the 32 times it says the name Elohim. From Bereshis Bar Elohim until the end of the creation of Shebar Elohim Lassus. There are 32 channels which Hashem used the original Chochmah that He wanted to create the world with in developing it into the world we have today. It's the Chochmah which preceded the world and the Chochmah which was used in making the world. But it's a Yud. The Gemara says that the worlds were created with the name Yud and K, Hashem created the world. Yud referring to Adam Abba and Hay referring to Adam Azel. 
Ayram Abar precedes Ayram Azeh. That was the result. Ayram Azeh is just created as the means to achieve that result. And what is Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai's level in Ayram Abba? The stanza finishes at Kruv. You are a Kruv. A Kruv is one of the Kruvim, an angel. What is that referred to? The Gemara Service tells a story. A Rabbi Shimon Bar Levi who managed to trick the Malach HaMavis and he jumped alive into Ganeden. And the Malach HaMavis came to complain that he had been tricked and that Yeshua ben Levi should be forced to leave Ganeden. And who was the who was the judgment brought to to decide? Says the Gemara who is brought to Rabshim Bayechai. He was the one entitled to decide. Was Yeshua ben Levi allowed to remain? in Ganeiden or did he have to leave? So we see this Gemara. Rashim Yechai was given the right to decide entry to Ganeiden. That replaces the Kruvim. The Kruvim that HaKadosh Baruch Hu put to block the entrance to Ganeiden after the sin of Adam Rishon, we now found that Rashim Yechai has the right to determine who is allowed into Ganeiden. At Kruv. We've taken the job of the Kruvim. But that's from the Yud Chachmuk That's from the Yud which creates Olam Abba, which comes before Olam Azeh. And then there's a level above that also. Bar Yachai or Muflo Rumala. The light which is uncontained, unquantified. Muflo. Much higher than everything else. Rumala. You are scared to look at it because it's too great. This is the level of the Keser, which is something which is beyond human comprehension. Moish Rabbeinu also wanted to see that, and HaKadosh Baruch refused to show it to him. That's the level which is beyond human comprehension. And Bar Yechai's, Shimon's way of responding to it, you erase some habit. You were scared to look because it's too great. Like Mamoichi himself. You hid his face because he was scared to look. What is he in Rashmi's life? The day of his death. The day where he gave over the key to understanding the whole Zion. The secrets of the Shirkoma of the Kabbalah. And the Idris Zutza tells us he gathered his closest Tabirim, he knew he was going to die. And now he wanted to give them, so to speak, like I said, the key to understanding the Omic of Kabbalah. And he begins. And says, they all gathered around him. And Rosh Hashem starts to cry. He says, Hashem, Shomati Shimacho, Yeresi. I heard what you taught me, Yeresi. I was too afraid to say it all. When I was going to begin explaining the system, there's the level which is beyond human understanding. Once you're Shemaim, in fact, that a person understands this is inaccessible to the human being. Shemati Shemacho Yeresi. And that's the, the ability to, to to touch but not grasp the level of the castle. And now to sum up, we followed the career, so to speak, the growth path of Rashim Yachai, beginning when he began his career. As the Talmud who got smicha from Rabbi Yekiva, he was Nimshach in Midas HaKodesh. 
he was anointed, he was appointed, until the greatest heights, which is the whole gamut of the ability of the human being, to the level, the highest level that a human can understand. And as I said at the beginning, it's not in our realm to emulate. But it's possible for us to follow the path and in some small way achieve, obviously on our own levels, a little bit of the achievements of Rav Shem Bayechai. We have the growth path of Rav Shem Bayechai. We have the growth path of Abraham Avinu. That's a 10-year sionist. Now each one built another, another dimension of Abraham Avinu. Again, it's not to be copied, but it's to an our level to be emulated. And here we have the growth path of Rav Shem Bayechai. And that's how we conclude. Bar Yechai, Ashrei Yeladetecho, Ashrei Fortunately, the people who learn from you. are able to understand the secrets. They can also benefit. They can also grow. They can also take direction from the life and from the achievements of Hashem Vayachai. Like Boimer is our chance to think about Rashbi, to learn from his life, his accomplishments, and maybe in some small way to take our first steps along the part that he outlined.